everybody. Welcome to another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 17, Debasement Tapes. And as you may have noticed, I am not Heidi. We are without our fearless leader today. So let's hope we can do this without her. So, all right. I am Yvette. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. And I'm Jen. Hey, Hello, Jen. Jen. Welcome. Welcome, Jen. Welcome. So, Jen, um, how did you start watching Veronica Mars? I sort of came across it one Saturday. Uh, it was repeating in the summer after it had already aired in the U.S. and Canada. And I just happened to be off that day and I saw it. And so this was still back in the time of VCR. So the next Saturday I was working and I tried to record it and I never found it again on TV. So I sort of had to get it. Because I got addicted. It was one season, one episode. I don't remember which one it was. And then I sort of watched it all and then uh, sort of kept up with it over the next year and two years as it was airing in the U.S., sort of just getting it in Canada. <laughs> so so you, you started watching sometime during the first season then? Uh, well, after the first season had already aired in the U.S., they were showing it. Uh, Canada in Canada over the summer. So. Uh, those silly Canadians. Yep. <laughs> oh, nowadays it, it's been it's it's not as bad, but it's still not perfect. No, but you know, even I kept up pretty well with season two and season three as it was happening. Once I found it, and then it was fine. Very nice. Which is your favorite season? Uh, one. Yeah. Our Agreed. Yeah. So far. Uh, yes, yeah, so far. This could like it out of the water, guys. We don't know. Um, yeah, it's hard because we haven't heard any of your season three podcasts yet. Oh, I know. Oh, I, can't, right. I can't believe we're almost done with season three and nobody's heard any of season three. It must be so hard for our guests. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> We keep on, I keep on referencing stuff that I said, like the last episode of the episode before we discussed, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you haven't heard those yet. <laughs> uh, see what you get when you become a guest of the podcast. You get insights, inside information. So, Jen, sure, can, is this, this is your first podcast ever then, so we can't hear you anywhere yeah. else on the internet? Uh, no, just on Facebook, and that's pretty much it. All right. Well, we are launching something special. I predict great things for you, Jen. <laughs> After this, <laughs> most of our guests have gone on to bigger and better things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I've never watched Supernatural, so maybe I'll listen to oh, theirs. Oh my gosh! Oh, well, have that started yet? We are recording. Um, I guess maybe Heidi will have to cut this part out, but we're going to be recording intros next week. Oh, okay, right. I am going to be guests like for several several stuff. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so let's have our episode summary with me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so this is season three, episode 17, Debasement Tapes. Piz is thrilled when he's chosen to interview rock star Desmond Fellows, but turns to Veronica for help when the singer's backing tapes go missing. Meanwhile, Keith prepares to run unopposed in the upcoming sheriff election and meets with Leo, who brings him information on a possible robbery. Mac helps Logan set up a website and business plan for a school project. Okay, so I, I broke this down thusly. I have our A plot being Paul Rudd's stolen tapes. <laughs> yep. Okay, the B plot is Keith runs for sheriff. Okay. And the C plot is Logan and Matt create a pseudo-porn site. Mm -hmm. I, I, have, okay. I have them swapped, I, but I have Leo is back as my C plot. <laughs> okay, so I, I had um, the, the B plot was was Logan and I titled it Logan's ass. <laughs> nice. I have, I have. Because how can you not go there with that sort of, you know, it, it was there. I took the opportunity. Well, I have a, um, a very, a very sad dick accident for my plot. <laughs> so, you know, how could I not go? How could I not go there? <laughs> All right, well, let's start with our A plot, Paul Rudd's stolen tapes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, Paul Rudd. Paul I know. Oh, I love him. I love Clueless. Yeah, he's, he's like, if I had to date anybody on the internets, well, I don't know why I just said it that way. Okay, <laughs> celebrity crush would be Paul Rudd. That's why I love this episode. Aw. When he yeah. first popped up on my screen, I was like, is that Paul Rudd? It's Paul Rudd. That's Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul, Rudd Paul Rudd is on my Rudd. TV set yet again. Yep. Cannot happen enough. 
All right, so we have this uh, plot opening up at the campus radio station. Piz and some other guy are involved in a trivia game about My Pretty Pony, who is a 90s indie rock college rock group. I really want to see these albums. Yeah. Yeah, My Pretty Pony. <laughs> like, I have, you know, like, Piz gets a job at the radio station, and then it, and then My Pretty Pony, My Pretty Pony, My Pretty Pony. My Pretty, my pretty pony. pony. I'm like, they, they couldn't have said My Pretty Pony one more time i know i have that down too jimmy because i was just like why do they keep on referencing my pretty pony i get it like, i was it's like so should funny. I, I was like is this something that i need to look up I yeah was like, like i was so i thought confused. it might be one of those uh things where they you know have the the band of the whatever um like that they're trying to promote because they said it so often and even when he's like talking to veronica it sounded like a like a product placement he's like do you know my pretty pony oh i love them <laughs> What? No, not I love them. I love my pretty pony. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> even worse. No, there, there are no. Um, that's, that's a pronoun, right? Yeah. <laughs> Only my pretty pony. So I have a question for y'all. What, like, what level of stardom do you think my pretty pony was? Like, do you, like they said it was like a college rock group. So like immediately, I'm thinking of like Violent Femmes or something. Well, but then they must have been more important than that because groupies and. Or- well, they were, they were groupies, but college groupies. I think that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like, it felt like it was like, you know, like the Indigo Girls in Emory, where it's like everybody and their mother has seen them who has gone to Emory at some point because they're that college's legacy band. Okay. I guess I could see, yeah, like I went to Tulane, which is like better than Ezra, like every, like, which is totally like mm-hmm. 90s indie rock. Like nobody mm-hmm. thinks about that band, ex- unless you are at Tulane. Cause they well, hey, like I just dropped things. the Indigo Girls reference. So um. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I, okay. I went to I, Emory. I never went to college and I know better than Ezra. So, okay. <laughs> I, I, um, I know better than Ezra and uh, the Indigo Girls and I have them both on my iPod. So <laughs> oh, well, I, I was thinking that it was, um, I, I wasn't completely sure of what level of famous they had reached before, but I was thinking that a lot of it was driven by the fact that the singer died. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it. it was one of, one of those things where it was, you know, they became famous after his death. And well, he does say at some point that they only had that one hit. So they obviously weren't that big. So while we have Piz runs into Veronica, tells her that he's going to be Desmond's guide and that uh, Desmond will be playing the benefit show to help the station pay off FCC fines. (laughs) This is also when we learn that the other member of Pony is dead. So um, we... So Paul Rudd's just going to be playing with tapes of his dead bandmate, which is weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. so is, which is really sad. Is his bandmate, so his bandmate was the singer, right? I think mm-hmm. so. so well, maybe just, they sang together. I yeah, like, I thought they... Go ahead. I thought they both sang. Okay. I was like, does he just stand up there and play guitar to tracks? <laughs> Did you guys notice... Did you guys notice later on when he's watching the video of them that Rob Thomas is one of the My Pretty Ponies? No. I rewound that scene like 10 times trying to figure out who the other guy was. I'm not sure if he's the the singer or the guitar player, but he's definitely, sorry, not the guitar player, the drummer, but he's definitely in the video. The one on the left was Paul Rudd, so. That's what I, that's why I rewinded it like several times because I was like, which one's Paul Rudd? Wait a minute, which one's Paul Rudd? (laughs) (laughs) The hair threw me off. Um, also you have, like, we have to talk about it in this scene. I really kind of love that Veronica was all kinds of awkward because she assumed that Piz would be Gaga over her and he kind of held it together and was like, yeah, whatevs. Like, I just, I like that because I just do until later. But I just like that she assumed that she assumed their kiss make out was going to be worse than, and he was going to handle it worse than he did. What, because she used him? <laughs> yeah, but, but but also because, you know, like the way that Wallace had had her, like, you know, oh, he's, she's like, he's got, she's got this huge crush on you, or he's got this huge crush on you, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, she used him, used his feelings, and like, he could have been completely like, assuming that, you know, assuming that because they kissed that they were all in it together. And I just like the fact that he didn't assume that and he kind of got the fact. I think he knows better. I think he's yeah. been around Veronica 
you know, for an episode here and an episode there, but they've been in school together for all year. Uh, so we assume they've seen more of each other. But I think that, you know, he's kind of... Because remember back when... Um, <laughs> remember that one time where Veronica and Logan broke up this season? <laughs> and, um, and Piz thought that he was, you know, going to have a chance with Veronica... And uh, and then, you know, only to be let down when they got back together. I think he kind of learned his lesson then. And I agree with you. I just, you know, I've seen it in so many TV shows where the usual way that they go, they, they do things is that the girl, the guy who has a crush on the girl becomes super like, oh, that must have meant something. And then the girl has to let him down. And I think that's why I enjoyed it, because it wasn't like that. Like, you're right. Mm. Like, it's true to character. But so many shows would just automatically go to the 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 trope. Yeah. No, I, I like that. He, I'm not sure that he's not feeling that way. I just, I like the fact that he's keeping his cool. So Piz and Paul Rudd are at the Neptune grand. Paul Rudd doesn't tip and there's a lady in the bedroom. I'm, I, I'm so glad that you're just calling him Paul Rudd because that's every note that I have in here. Is yes. Just Paul Rudd. <laughs> yep. I don't know what his name is, but his name is Paul Rudd. So. Yeah. It doesn't matter what his name is. Paul Rudd is obviously his name. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, oh, this is when the uh, the the crazy lady, uh, the cra- the crazy um, Japanese teacher, Chinese Chinese, Chinese. teacher, yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, is hanging out in his, in his bedroom, and we find out that his crap is gone. Yeah, backup vocal tapes are missing. Finally, we have a mystery. Yay! Woo-hoo. Yay! Uh, let's see. We have Mac and Veronica discussing the symbolism of veggie lasagna. Piz contacts Veronica for help with the mystery of the stolen tapes. I have, yep. I have V and Mac get food. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, yep. sometimes eggplant is just an eggplant. Sometimes <laughs> no spoon. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, Piz has to uh, choke down his pride and call Veronica. Which, of course, she's perfectly willing to help. Because mm-hmm. as long as it's that. Yeah. Yep. We have another awkward elevator scene. <laughs> this is like the thing of season three, is these awkward elevator scenes. Yeah. Well, they started last season, but uh, I actually got a kick out of this scene this is the one with her and logan yes i actually got a a little bit of a a kick out of this scene because um you know kind of passing by and then all of a sudden logan decides he's gonna jump in the elevator like purposefully you know to make the awkward scene happen but um and i like that that logan is jealous i don't know why Really? I don't like that. Just in this, I don't like in the little, in the in the smallest sort of way, I find it interesting that, being that he's you know so Logan, that he's looking for something that Veronica could have done wrong, so that he could, you know, say, "See, you did something wrong too." I I I don't like the drama of it, but I like the fact that he's kind of. What's it calling? When projecting his bad stuff onto Veronica and and trying to actually follow through with it as as far as even asking Mac about it. Yeah, I I think that I just want him like if he's going to be a different relationship, I just want him to be with that girl. Oh yeah, you know? I don't I don't want them. I certainly don't want them to. I understand what you're saying though. It's like mm-hmm. it's like he feels like he's been like the bad boyfriend, so it's kind of like he's trying to catch her in being holy you know far from being holier than thou so he's like i screwed up i want her to screw up too so we can both be you know at fault here yeah yeah it's not the not the drama part of it that i like it's the kind of the logic behind it or what i view as the logic behind it i mean i know he's just an actor but <laughs> well no and if it's just that like then i would ha- i think i have a lot of pa- more patience with it then if it's going to be like he's trying to get you know he's kind of obsessed with the with Veronica and Piz now like I don't want that to be the case. Well, no, definitely not. But you know we're we're not there yet. So Veronica meets Paul Rudd. 
<laughs> yeah. And she's 11. I'm not stealing anything. I'm just saying she's 11. <laughs> this was a very awkward scene. <laughs> yeah. A, a brilliantly, a brilliantly good awkward scene. You know, I have to say that Kristen Bell has such good chemistry with everybody. You know, it's like everybody that you put her with until she becomes sappy and in love with them, she has great chemistry with whenever it's at least the least bit antagonistic. And this carries over into her other projects, too. I mean, I haven't seen Frozen. Don't kill me. But like her other TV show, it's very much the case as well. With uh, are you talking about House of Lies? Yeah. Not House of Cards. House House of Lies. (laughs) Did I say it wrong? No, I keep on saying it long in the past. Like I've, I've called a house of cards several times. Oh, I'm dying. To, I'm dying to see House of Lies, but I, I just, uh, that'll be a summer project. Yeah, it's an easy summer project. So half an hour, quick, and it's it's entertaining and weird. And but the point is, is like, sh- I've just seen her in multiple projects now, and after you know, I started with Veronica Mars, and I just noticed that she has really good chemistry with anyone she has the least bit antagonistic relationship with. But then she has a really good relationship with Keith, and so maybe she just has good relationships unless she's in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> or you're made then, of cardboard. Yeah, well, you know, you can't do much with cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donut, how we don't miss you. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so what? Here, here we go. Oh, no. I'm throwing the challenge out. I'm not saying that I do, but Piz versus Duncan. Piz. Oh, Piz. Piz. Absolutely. Okay. No, but I mean, here I take Piz over Logan. I like Piz. I think I, he's cuter. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think that they. Here's the thing. I don't think they have very good romantic chemistry. I don't mind Piz at all. You know. Oh, it for me, not for Veronica. Oh yeah, like totally. But, yeah. like, you know, I, I don't think that they should necessarily have a relationship because I don't feel like the actors have very good anything chemistry other than he has better chemistry with, with Wallace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Jen, Piz or Donut? Piz. <laughs> okay. There we go. It's and you've decided Piz. <laughs> I don't think there's, I don't know. I mean, anyway. I'm not sure I'd join Team Piz over Team Logan, but. Definitely in comparison to, to Duncan, I'd have to go with it. Yeah, it's, it's an easy it's an easy choice. It's I an think, easier choice. I think the Piz <laughs> yeah. the, the Piz or Logan team would depend on what the um what the context is. Um there are certain times I would rather have Logan on my team and there are certain times I'd probably rather have Piz on my team. <laughs> okay. Well, so Logan brings the drama. Yeah, yes. and I'm so not all set with that. So that's actually that's actually a really good point because I actually had this conversation with a friend the other day about growing out of the drama stage because mm. there was a time in my life where I attracted nothing but drama and and I obviously kind of got off on it in, oh, yeah. in some weird kind of way because it was like you know tragic right that's and I'm what so twenties are for <laughs> yeah maybe no I'm just kidding yeah definitely <laughs> my twenties <laughs> and um but then but then you kind of grow out of it and now. Because, so once you've had it, even, even, okay, it was, let me just put this, this this way. It was one big relationship. It was my first relationship. And after that, it was, even though I was still in my twenties, um, I was done with it because I had it and I just wanted not easy, but I, I was looking for something different, you know, and it, it was, it made for a better, like long lasting relationship. So I can see, you know, I don't know where Logan or not Logan. I don't know where Veronica and Piz are going, but I could understand if right coming out of Logan, she might be attracted to Piz. But I think it would be for the wrong reasons. Because I think he's a little bit too, too Bland. easy. Yeah. Yeah, she would yeah. steamroll him, mm-hmm. like, in real life. Yeah. Like, it would be a disaster. But yeah. A Piz is I, I've, for, definitely a better choice than Logan. Like, if you're like, who should I have a relationship with? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, no. Piz <laughs> is a, a good, well, from what we know of Piz. He's, you know, he's he's sweet. He's level-headed. He's... Uh, he's cute, um, and he actually likes Veronica regardless of you know who she is and what she does. Whereas, you know, Logan and her are nothing but snark and turmoil. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So, well, on a unrelated note, just because you brought up the Team Logan and Team Piz, 
um, there was a photo that came through my dash, but luckily it was like season three because they all look the same as we do when we've been seeing them. And some red carpet event. So um, Jason is wearing a shirt that says Team Piz and um, dude who plays Piz is wearing a shirt that says Team Logan. <laughs> but that, then you have Dick who's wearing a shirt that says Team Dick. <laughs> I love that. I'm not sure that's from season three. Well, they, they sure looked exactly like they do now. Well, so, his wasn't in season two. No, season three. Chris Will has much better hair now. Yeah, so... Wait, who? Piz does? Yes. Um, I've seen him... In, he, he, has, he has better hair, but it's not awesome hair, because I've seen him in... in um... No, but it's not that horrible. Yeah, it's thing. not that. That that that, that yeah. Zach Efron early two thousands. Uh, Not even. Cut. It's like terrible now. It looks like a mop. Like it looks like a really bad wig. So it does get better. I'm waiting for him next in the next decade, and it might be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that Dick Dick has better hair now because I've seen him in House of Lies again. Sorry, I'm name dropping. <laughs> All right, y'all. So. Paul Rudd is a guest on Piz's radio show, and we find out that for some reason the Semites for the Savior group opposes his band. But I'm not sure if we ever find out why exactly. There's a blasphemous song, maybe? Do we really need to know why? (laughs) Something about the lyrics in one of their songs. But we never hear the song, right? Like, I felt like I was missing something. No, I don't think we ever hear the lyric, but I mean... um... They go. He goes on in that interview to to say, um, you know, offensive things to them on purpose. Because so, <laughs> uh, you're Paul Rudd, and that's what you do. Right, right. You know, he was okay. like, you know, the SS and the and the and the Nazi this and blah blah blah. See, but that, now this is fun because you said that's Paul Rudd and that's what you do. The first thing I ever saw Paul Rudd in was Clueless. And oh my god, same. so good. He was so not good. that character. So seeing him and you know watching his other stuff and seeing him be, oh, this is like his go-to character. Okay, I I want I, I want my Jane Austen back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the first thing that I saw Paul Rudd in. It must have been Clueless. Yeah, it was definitely Clueless for me. It, it was for me, but I had no idea who he was. I didn't stop start realizing that he was in Clueless until um, Anchorman. <laughs> Uh, and then I went back and I'm like oh he's been in this oh he's been in this that's why I love that place that show but then I realized I want to be with Josh <laughs> sorry no, that was my clueless quote <laughs> no I got it I got it has yep. everyone watched no. clueless and, and that, that's not the quote Jimmy the quote is and then I realized I was totally butt crazy Oh, in so. love with Josh. <laughs> butt crazy. I love that. I'm like butt crazy in love. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to be butt crazy in love with somebody. I'm in butt yeah, crazy same. in love with Paul Rudd. Awesome. <laughs> Veronica and Piz are walking through campus, and Veronica's musing about how big of a jerk Paul Rudd is. And then they go to the Chinese class and find out that the teacher was the lady from the Grand. Which I think that's really cute that she like she actually signed her name to the the thing and that's how she did it. And I don't know. I thought that was sort of cute. Outside but, the class, Veronica sees a flyer for the Savior's Semites and they decide to crash the rally. I love when they crash rallies. <laughs> Veronica <laughs> or, crashing anything is awesome. Yeah, Th- that always that always entertains me. But uh, just to hop back to the last scene really quickly, um, very interesting that, you know, that all played out so perfectly. (laughs) You know, she just happened to be in the room. Grace? What? (laughs) Very convenient. Yep. But yeah, anyways, go ahead. Um, Unless you want a random factoid. I I can do do random factoids. Okay, so you you know how we have, like, necklaces and t-shirts and whatever with just random Chinese characters on them. And tattoos, in China, yeah. Yeah, in China, they have t-shirts and necklaces and random stuff with random American English words on them. So you okay. can go in, go in and it's like, there's a t-shirt that says peanut butter, just because it, the, the word looks cool. I would wear a t-shirt that says peanut butter. <laughs> Me too. Totally wear a shirt that says peanut butter. I want a shirt that says peanut butter now. <laughs> just peanut butter. 
If only I had known this a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going back? <laughs> uh, probably never. <laughs> well, if you end up going anywhere else, just keep that in mind. We like shirts that say peanut butter. <laughs> All right. Back at the Grand, Paul Rudd is playing a keyboard, trying to pick out an outfit. He sees a clip of his old band on TV. So he was doing a terrible job at fake playing that little keyboard. I just want to put that out there. Uh, and the, the other thing about this scene that was kind of like, uh, was his all Piz wanted to do was like jam with his like most favorite artist ever. And he agreed to do it. And then vanished because he saw that stupid where are they now thing on TV. <laughs> and I was like, poor Piz came running back with his guitar like. <gasps> and then I know. It was, was kind of like a puppy. Piz is a puppy. Could you imagine, I mean, like if, like, Tori Amos was sitting in a room and was like, hey, let's jam on a piano. And I would be like, yeah, I'll be right back. Let me get my piano. And I came back and she was gone. I would be heartbroken. <laughs> I would be like, I don't play the piano, Tori. Would you mind if I just sat there and drooled on you while you did? Oh, my God, I know. I just no. straddles that piano bench. I would, so I would, I would do like a, a duet of like heart and soul or something because it's the only thing I can play. I play chopsticks. <laughs> Like, sorry, but he was sort of warned. What's huh? that? He was so, he was sort of warned by the when the teacher left the hotel earlier, and she said, you know, don't. It's not good to meet your idol or or whatever. That's and right. and he hasn't really respected him this whole time. I mean, he's never called him his name correctly once yet. Oh yeah, I, he kept calling him <laughs> Pez. No, he kept calling him lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah he I have written down so I can quote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say, though, I, I have met Tori on a number of occasions, and she is just as wonderful as I expected her to be. I am so jealous. No, me too. You just, seriously. All right, we're seriously. about to start our Tori Amos fan cast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All day long, baby. All day long. Oh, my God. I was an obs I was a serious obsessive of Tori Amos from, uh, like, 1996 through, like, maybe five years ago <laughs> yep no I totally get you because my cousin got me into her when I was in college and he was in college too and it's it, right about that time Jimmy mm. yeah I've seen her in concert maybe 70 times oh wow. my god yeah all right you're obviously the leader seriously on this podcast. yeah I, I bow down to your mm. short amosness Anyway, back to this episode. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Tangent. Wallace and Veronica talk about the kiss. We've kind of already discussed this. Oh. Uh, anything else to uh, say about this? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, think I, I think we've covered everything on the kiss. All right, so there's um, a party and Paul Rudd skinny dips. <laughs> I'd skinny dip with Paul what? Rudd. Oh, yeah. But, but they failed because they had, uh, mm, like, we didn't see that it was actual skinny dipping. No, like, but you well, saw a little bit of butt go by. It's and it's better than the we can tell that you're wearing underwear thing. I know the every time there's supposed to be somebody naked, it's like uh, you totally can see the underwear. But uh, I saw, I swear, I saw Ooh. fuzzy butt, not fuzzy, because, not not fuzzy as in hair, thing. but fuzzy as in like um, it was uh, blurry, pur pur purposely out of focus. Yeah. And I okay. do think that if I was Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd, like just knowing Paul Rudd as well as I do, he's the kind of guy who's like, hey, I don't need a, I don't need underwear. Okay. If, if, if you want to talk about actual butt. Um, <laughs> Let's in, talk about actual butt, please. Yeah. In, in the movie, The Wedding Date with, um, yeah, their names are escaping me. Um, uh, the Wedding Date. The girl okay. with red hair from, from Will and Grace. And um, the guy with the missing. Yes. Okay. So there is a scene where she goes into the, the bathroom to talk to him while he's getting in the shower, and he swings around and is like just totally naked, and she's really flustered and upset. They gave him the modesty patch, and he rehearsed with the modesty patch. But when it came time to do the scene, he was oh not wearing gosh. the modesty patch. 
I love that. I love real reactions <laughs> to things. Um, and I'm watching Babylon 5. And this is not related to butts at all, but I'm watching Babylon 5 along with the Babylon 5 intro cast, which Heidi is so much a fabulous part of. And I have to say there's like one scene where um, they completely improvise it. It's the best scene ever because all the reactions are real. And once you know that and you watch that scene over again, it's awesome. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on like the fifth episode of that. I still need to catch up with them a little bit. You've seen it. You've seen the episode. Okay. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. But let's, yeah, let's move along. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're like on the second right. scene. All right. So Keith and Paul Rudd fight about the Beatles. I hated this scene. Thought it was really unnecessary. Maybe I'll like it. was it. unnecessary, oh. but I kind of like it. Keith <clears throat> was yeah. berating him for not liking the Beatles, but it went on too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And the fact that he repeated him, he repeated titles of songs over and over again. Like, they're the Beatles. You can list 70 Beatles songs. You don't have to say the same same ones over uh, and over again. Yes. I can't list 70 Beatles songs. But he's supposedly I a fan. You know? Like, he's supposedly, like, really into the Beatles, and so he needs and to be able to list filmographies. Jimmy, Jimmy, if you thought about it for, like, 30 seconds, you probably could list 70 Beatles songs. This is no, true. I, I really couldn't. I, I I mean I could probably list you maybe ten, <laughs> and one of them yeah. would be "Let It Be," and that's not even a Beatles song. <laughs> Let's just move along. All right, Veronica fronts <laughs> that guy about stealing the tapes. There's the blue robe revelation, and it was the wrong bag all along. <laughs> Which I, yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I, yeah. I I love that that she accuses Ratner. Did we do that already? Yeah, that was in there. That was because she, yeah. of course, accuses people. Typical Veronica, accusing, accusing, accusing. Yeah, and I love how Ratner just rolls with it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so the role of um, Logan and Weevil this season has now been filled by Ratner, I guess. Well, he's like the go-to guy to be accused of stuff, and the one who's just like, yeah, so you're accusing me again? Must be Tuesday. He <laughs> might be cheaper, is what I'm thinking, and that's why he's like played so much a part of the season. Either that or he's guilty of something. We'll find out what later. Well, there's nothing for him to be guilty of. There's no... We still have a couple of more episodes, Jimmy. Something crazy could happen. Jen could tell us, but she's not going to. because we, <laughs> <laughs> we have three episodes. It could happen. <laughs> so Veronica and Piz go to Los Angeles to pick up the tapes. There's that scene in the car. Uh, Paul Rudd plays his new song because V and Piz trick him into it. People seem to love it, even though it's pretty lackluster. He's redeemed and goes off to have a drink with the Chinese character teacher person. It was. <laughs> that was, a, that, that was awesome. the best like is, summarization yeah. of the last couple of scenes of the yes, A plot I, I, I could have ever asked for. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> you should speak more often on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just love her like dry kind of like, and this happened. <laughs> that was best. Thanks, Yvette. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there was that weird scene where awkward, not awkward, am awkward, you know, let's dig through this bag of stuff and find drugs and tapes and, well, CDs. Um, but, but I, oh, and th- yeah, then let's lie to him. But, um, and you're right, it was lackluster. <laughs> But, you know, good for him for playing his own music and good for Piz for getting him to do it, I guess. I just... That was kind of a lame ending to this. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I mean, it obviously wasn't... I don't know. Was this like the Piz episode just like feature him and that's how they brought it in? And they were like, we have Paul Rudd. Let's still make him do something. It was just a very one and done sort of weird ending. I'm wondering if like... I don't know. I, I do kind of like the fact that they... That they um, they didn't make him sound awesome, because <laughs> like you know usually on these things like when we've seen this, I mean this this sort of thing happened before, right? Like mm. artists that doesn't want to, that's a reluctant artist, and then he's like forced out there and he plays something and it's like uber great and people just love it. But they usually make him sound really good, so I kind of applaud them for just making him sound as bleh as he does. Maybe that's just me. Okay, no, it's I'm, just me. No, no, I'm, I'm totally there with you. <laughs> Let's move along. Nothing happened. All right, all right. It was lackluster. I'm calling the B plot Keith runs for sheriff. So okay. we'll go through this now. 
Uh, Veronica and Wallace are watching The Women, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, Keith walks in and announces that he is running unopposed for sheriff, at which point I believe we all knew that somebody would run against him by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, as soon as I saw... I, I did not. Oh. I did not. I was like, okay, so they're they're having him run unopposed, so that way we don't have to have an episode full of, you know, election drama. This is Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> you naive I was young foolish. thing. I was foolish. I wonder. I'm. I'm. I'm wondering if we're not actually going to get to the election. How far out is the election? Wait. Don't say anything. I have no clue. I don't think they said. Uh, I wasn't sure if they said. That's why I was asking. Um, I thought you meant in episode wise, but go ahead. I'm wondering if um, this was something that was going to be set up for next season. Um, oh, that's right, because they didn't know. Yeah, that there was going to be, um, you know, a Vinnie Van Lowe versus Keith Mars, uh, uh, you know, election drama. Plotline. Yeah, plotline. So when you first first said that I don't think there's going to be election, I was taking it far more ominously, like somebody was going to die. Oh, no, no. And I was I like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, Jimmy. Way to like, bring my mood down. What happens <laughs> if Vinny dies? Oh, my gosh. And then Keith is suspected of murder. Wow. It'd be horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, Malika what... just went really dark. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. yeah, I was That's... just being like, yo, it's the end of the show. We've only got three episodes left. I'm not sure we have time for an election. <laughs> All right, well, Deputy Leo is back. Uh, he's Yay. there to ask for Keith's help with Yay. a case he's been working at the sport house. Blah, blah, blah. It has something to do with the Fitzpatricks. <laughs> Don't you guys wish we'd never heard from them again? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Why did they have to bring this in? I actually, uh, I, I actually, uh, I always um, love it when I get to say, hey, look, it's Lips Fitz- Fitzpatrick. <laughs> You are the only one, yes, Jimmy. Yes, you are the only one who has any fun with this plot line. I'm... Because you are the only one who remembers that it's Lips Fitzpatrick. <laughs> like, nobody else thinks of that. As soon Jimmy as they... okay with names, like Charo. <laughs> Coochie, Coochie, Coochie? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who that person's name is. Um, uh, but yeah, that... I, I, now I can't think of what his what his actual name is because I've had some wine. Danny and Boyd. Danny, yeah, Danny is Lips Fitzpatrick. So well, and then we got to see that it was Lips Fitzpatrick when he was taking pictures, and I was like, oh, I was right. Uh, you saw but yeah. those lips. Yes, I saw those lips, and those lips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> is, is well, that, that takes like, us right into if, if Shakira was Irish, that would be the name of her song. <laughs> And her, la- and her last name would be Fitzpatrick. So maybe then I would have cared a little bit more about the spotlight. No. Cure Fitzpatrick. Oh my god. But oh, I was, she's, she's black Irish. You know. The minute that I saw Leo, I was like, Deputy Leo's back. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I. I didn't even think about that, but I said Leo is back, and then later on my notes, Leo is back. I knew. You know what? I, I think what was happening right here was they were trying they i think they knew that leo was likely jen you watched kind of um in real time were you a leo fan at all or did you not really care uh yes but i i'm trying to remember if i knew if he was coming back I was yeah, surprised been... when I rewatched this episode that he was in it. I had totally forgotten that plot. I'm I'm <laughs> thinking that they might have that they might have brought him back back this season? back this season to try and draw some of the viewers back in because obviously they're you they're they're losing viewers at this point because it gets canceled. Or uh, to kill Vinny Van Lowe in the season finale. Or that. <laughs> so I feel so sorry for Jen because we're sitting here theorizing and she kind of knows where it goes and she's probably giggling behind her hand. <laughs> yes, like, I'm oh. biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Keith and Leo stay at the sports house. There's Vinny. Keith hi- hires Leo back. Uh, and Vinny's running for the sheriff. As soon as I saw oh, Vinny, you as know. soon as yeah. I saw Vinny, I was like, he's running. But I like his hand gestures. In that scene, watch it like again while he's talking. He's like, <laughs> I, and just just watch his hand and mouth. It, it was fascinating. I had to watch it twice. <laughs> I don't know why. You, 
She she had to watch it twice. I had to. I was forced to. He compelled me. <laughs> the power of Vinny compelled yeah. you. Well, that, that's exactly where I went too. <laughs> he sort of steals the scene. I'm sorry. Yeah, he does. Oh, he always he's... steals the scene. Oh, Vinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Often, often there are some times where, and. I know that everybody's going to disagree with me here. There are sometimes I find him a little abrasive and uh, it kind of turns me off. But for the most part, um, I always love him. Yeah. But even when he is a little, I know what you're talking about, Jimmy, even when he is like that, I still think that he steals the scene. It's just sometimes you don't want the scene to be, the scene to be stolen or no seem to be stolen. Yeah, that would be, we got it. Grammar? We're, right. pick, we're picking up what you're laying down. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks so much, because I don't want to litter. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, thank you. It was an original, I think. <laughs> Are you here all week, 7 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, y'all, let's move on to Logan and Mac. Um, yes. So, Logan is in his business class. He's forgotten his presentation, so he wants until Monday to present. So, I'm just going to put this out there. Um, I actually really liked this plot. It was, like, not extremely long or anything like that. But Mac and Logan uh, and and Max uh, together was just a great... uh, It was great because there was little to no drama. Yeah. Um. And and Logan was was fun and Mac was fun and uh. It's just I, like that Parker episode where you know they did this scavenger hunt. It's like some levity. He's running like a different show, like in the course of the, and we like that reason for. I mean, I agree with you completely, Jimmy, because I just feel like it's like a different plot line. It's away from Veronica. He gets to be like happy, and you know, it's interesting. Like I don't know, it's, but it is a different and, show almost. And and the thing that I figured out is that Mac plus anyone else is awesome. Like that, just Mac makes every other character awesome. Mm. Yeah, she's great. Like, and I mean, you know you, what? I wonder if they, and this is just total supposition. And Jen, if you know anything about this, like, was there ever any thought of like a spinoff? Because I'm wondering if like they thought this show was doing really badly. Like, maybe they could take some of the characters and like spin it off into a different show. Because that's what oh, it almost I have, feels like. I have no idea. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but I was just like, you know, okay. So we put Mac with. With, um, Mac with Weevil, it was awesome. We put Mac with this person, it was awesome. We put Mac with Logan, it's awesome. So I just the the, ma- the the common denominator is Mac. Mac makes everyone else awesome. Yeah, I, I I might you know I think I agree with you, Naomi, because the fact is I've never really liked Logan. I've never you know made any bones about it. But I actually like him when he's with Mac. So maybe mm-hmm. or maybe I just don't like him with Veronica. Like maybe I just like him when he's just not with her and he's not dealing with that kind of drama. Yeah, yep. it like reminds us that he's actually kind of a cool, interesting character that's not just like the foil for the romance subplot line. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I do like him. Well, and yeah, and Mac is like, yeah, you're right. She just has good chemistry. And especially he- in this season, Logan has become a one dimensional character. You know, his only purpose in life is to, um, you know, be with and break up with Veronica. He doesn't, There, there's no other aspect. Like in season one, Logan was a, a, a fully developed. Um, Snarky y- character. Yeah, three, yeah, three dimensional character. And um, as the seasons have gone on, he's become less and less. Um, you know, he was two dimensional in season two and now he's one dimensional in, in, you know, in, in season three where, you know, he just has one purpose and that's to make Veronica miserable. But it's, it's nice all of a sudden that when we've, after we've been having all of this, that he, he gets put in these scenes with, with Mac, uh, which has been this episode. And I think the last, was it the last episode too, um, where the two of them have had scenes together and all of a sudden he's become almost a three-dimensional character again. And it's nice. 
So you know what I think? I think, you know, early on, like he had all the drama with his family and like all of that, like all of those plot lines and they were so heavy and what have you. And I have a feeling like maybe in the beginning part of the series, like they kind of realized what they were doing to his character, just making it all about the Veronica thing. And that just wasn't interesting. So maybe again, like maybe for seasons four, for us to get to us to like him again, they were doing this kind of stuff with him with the idea they, they might bring him back and like have him with Veronica, but they needed us to make us care about them again, you know? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe should have been more positive light. Yeah. Well, back at the Neptune Grand, Dick is watching a video of himself ghost riding a car. <laughs> <laughs> this gives Logan an idea for his business class. So that's good. I don't know what he would have done otherwise. He ran over his toe. <laughs> <laughs> Which was oh, well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it was just kind of funny. Yep. The dick accident. <laughs> Mac and her nameless boyfriend have just gotten back from some unappealing-sounding outdoor activity. They went on a hike earlier, so I knew yeah. it was doomed with the hike. I was like, this is not... Yeah, I want you to recap all my TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just have really a blog. It. Yeah, she should have a blog that's just like Yvette's TV recaps, and they'd just be like three sentences long, like, and then blah 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 blah. And then this happened. The and end. then this happened. The end. So Logan contacts Mac with help building his grade my ass website. And we get to see Mac and Dick interacting, which is really weird because remember when his brother like maybe raped her and killed those people. Oh, that's right. That was the only part that I was like, oh, this is bizarre. Uh, You know, it's really funny because I totally forgot about Beaver. (laughs) Oh, Beav, I I never forget. But Matt yeah. calls Max to help with the business part of the website, and they are so cute together. They really are. I ship them hard. I ship yeah. them hard. Well, I, I, I buy a first-class ticket on that train. Yeah. <laughs> you buy a first-class ticket on that train. For that train, whatever. And, and, then, and, then, and then you're also going to ship it, so you're going to ship first-class. Wow, this is going to get very expensive. Yeah, I was like, I'm not sure that we can afford that even as a group. (laughs) Because I think we all ship them, but I'm not sure that we can ship them that hard. (laughs) Well, we'll do what we can because they deserve it. These these crazy kids need a happy ending. Yeah, like, I I think that, I mean, it's probably premature, but hey, there's only three episodes left. So (laughs) Mac and Max, best couple of the series. Maybe. Well, Mac broke up with Bronson in the cafeteria. It's absolutely no one's surprise. Uh, said his name. Wow. He has a name? Uh, Logan's teacher's yeah. not amused with the ass website. <clears throat> Which, mm. the end. You know. Creativity. Uh, I, I understand why the teacher was like, you know, I'm going to shut this down, you know, because blah, blah, blah. But it's aggravating because I mean, he actually did it. Like, I mean, not only did he do it, he had all of like the, you know, the projections of this. And I mean, like he he really did it. Well, Mm -hmm. Mac and Max really did it, but. Yeah. And okay. Movie prediction. Logan is now like, I mean, we we know that, that Logan is sort of rich from his parents' money, but Logan is like super rich from all of his websites. So that's in the movie. That's where Logan has got has continued to grow his money is because of these websites that he started. All right. I'm just, yeah. So that's my prediction. Down with it. <laughs> All right. Jen isn't well. saying anything. I'm going with he's a porn director. That could also which which he then put publicizes with the website. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm going to guess that he's a master criminal. <laughs> and Veronica's in the FBI and she has to hunt him down. Oh, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm so <laughs> excited. All right, y'all, it's time for quotes. Uh, Jen, would you like to go first? Logan, sorry. So I'll do a quote that also has a trivia. So Max says, the next and last time I run will be to chase down and kill the inventor of Ultimate Frisbee, which was the nondescript morning event. Um, so Joel Silver, one of the producers of Veronica Mars, is actually credited with uh, creating Ultimate Frisbee. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. Huh. Okay. I'm going to do a dick quote. 
Go for it. I'm an ass. Who would you ask for advice about lions? A lion or a gerbil? Gerbil, you say? No, you would ask a lion, because by virtue of being a lion, a lion is an expert on lions. <laughs> That's awesome. I love you, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am going for um, a Paul Rudd quote. Has anyone ever told you that you look like a feisty young Barbara Eden? <laughs> I was like, it would have been the, the thing that could have made it just even more better was if Veronica just sort of crossed her arms. And yeah, that, that that would have been like, yes. I was obsessed with that show. Oh, my God. Me, too. It's um, a good show. So I'm going to go with um, Veronica. Um, she's showing she's like pointing to the computer screen where there's this chat up and she says, what's that? And Paul Rudd goes, did she try to draw herself? <laughs> oh my god I love that <laughs> I don't know why but that just I just like burst out laughing and then she says it's a Chinese character but <laughs> it's hilarious it was it was alright I'll go new crap <laughs> Jen do you have another one uh sure uh, so Dick says, it's Friday night. If I walk long enough in a straight line, I'll hit a party. <laughs> so true. Um, Wallace, you want me to have this talk? Am I a 12-year-old girl? <laughs> Veronica, no, but you're drinking Fresca and watching Joan Crawford movies. <laughs> I have that one, too. <laughs> uh, I got Logan. Should I get a camera? There's got to be someone out there who will pay to see this hot nerd on nerd action. <laughs> <sighs> so does anyone else have any more? It's yes. Plant. All right. So many more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Donaldson. Finally, consider this. Donaldson. Do you know anyone who doesn't <laughs> wear shoes? Uh -huh. Donaldson was the kid presenting. <laughs> I was like, what, who, what? <laughs> but, uh, yes. Um, I, I, I'm just going to, I have a couple more, but I'm just going to do one more. Uh, and it's a Paul Rudd quote. And, uh, oh my God, I don't recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and to, to finish off, there was Fez, Puss, Pez. La Paz, and one other one that I could not for the life of me figure out. But so oh, he called he, he called him at least what was that? It was he called him Plax. Okay. Plax. I and Puss. <laughs> he did call him Puss, yes. Mm -hmm. But I was like, so there's at least five different things that he called him. But I loved that. I was like That's awesome. That's awesome. And the only one that I actually caught on to was Pez. <laughs> that's that's my name for him. I think this is the reason why, because I just listened to your guys' first uh, episode one podcast, and you asked why would they name a character Piz, and I think it's just so they could name them all these things for you guys to <laughs> take note of later on. Nice. I like their thinking. All right, so next we have feedback. We have a voicemail from Heidi. Yay, oh. Heidi. Hang on. So that means I need to take yeah. out my headphones. I've got to figure out how to play it though. Okay. Is it? Did she send it? Yeah, she sent it. I've got it. I just. Hey there, guys. I'm very sad not to be there for this episode, but I'm going to send my thoughts for you to play. So you still have to listen to me talk. Okay. Um, this episode, it's kind of better than I remember actually. Um, I really enjoyed Veronica and Wallace with the girl talk a couple different times actually. Um, Jeff Ratner is just, he, I don't know, he thinks that he is so cool. I, yeah, when he stands there waiting for a tip, it's like, really buddy? I mean, yes, surface people should get tips, but you don't stand there and wait for it. And poor Fez. <laughs> he really had a rough episode this month. Um, Call him Fez. I, I mm -hmm. think I, you should never beat your idol because Desmond Fellows is, um, well, he turned out okay in the end, I guess. I think the only thing I've ever really seen Paul Rudd in 
is clueless. I really liked him in that, but I uh, don't really like the kinds of movies that he makes, so I haven't seen him in a whole lot, but I guess he was okay in this role. Uh, poor Mac has to play Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> and then I'm glad that she uh, broke up with Bronson because he he is a nice guy and uh, she should, you know, tell him how it is. <laughs> and Leo, I expect to hear some squeen from all of you. And I think that Logan and Mac working together is possibly the best part of this episode. And while Dick was there, it was uh, quite fun, too. Okay, so maybe I understood this wrong, but Neptune is very tiny if Piz is going to get his guitar from his dorm room. Or maybe he had a hotel room, too. I wasn't clear on that, like when he left Desmond Fellows alone. Anyway, um, Keith and uh, Desmond Fellows arguing about rock music, but it's just plain awesome. And Jeff Ratner is still not guilty of anything, although maybe someday Veronica will catch him red-handed. And, okay, this Danny Cleaver guy that uh, Desmond had his back, really, he only had a robe in his back? That was, that was just weird, and it, was it a checked bag that he picked up at the airport? I mean, I'm, I'm very confused by this. Um, and I think Benny was taking fashion tips from Deputy Pornstash this episode and was actually doing a good thing, which, of course, we should have known better because he wasn't just doing a good thing because now he's running for sheriff. And, of course, Logan was making a pornographic website. And I really wanted to punch that professor at the end. He made me so angry. A um, couple of quotes. Um, let's see. Should I get a camera? There's got to be someone out there to pay to see this hot nerd-on-nerd -nerd action. Logan. And then one from Wallace. I was hoping we could follow it up with a cuteness countdown of the Baldwin brothers. And my rating... I think I'm going to go with an 8 out of 10 on this one. Um, it was, like I said, better than I remembered. And... I choose to ignore the Piz and Veronica stuff going on, but at least it was at a minimum. And so, yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Have fun without me. Thanks, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. There was a little echo, so I was trying to wait to talk. <laughs> yeah. I, and that was me putting my, trying to get my earphones back in. Um, yeah. Uh, awesome. I'm so glad to hear her voice. Yeah, we missed you, Heidi. Very much so. <clears throat> yes. All right, so who do we have feedback from next? Oh, is it me? Am I first? It's yes. you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, Harold says, Although I really enjoyed Paul Rudd's guest star turn, the A-plot felt like so many of those movies where a depressed guy has his life turned around by an adorable cutie, except that in this case, the role is of the adorable cutie was played by Piz. <laughs> As for the relationship stuff, it would, uh, it would work better if we rooted for Veronica to find true love, but really, Veronica is more interesting as a detective than a romantic lead. Plus, she is untrusting, self-centered, and immature, and not ready for a long-term relationship. So, watching her work her way through the pros and cons of Piz versus Logan is just not that interesting to watch. There should be less pairing off and more Veronica solving various crimes or problems on campus, like finding a missing monkey. Monkeys are evil. Awesome. <laughs> yes, monkeys are evil. But, like, mm -hmm. the reason that she has to find the missing monkey is because it robbed a bank or something. That, that, now that would be interesting. <laughs> okay. uh, next we have from Marie. So things I like about this episode. Paul Rudd is pretty good. Rob Thomas makes a cameo in the old My Pretty Pony clip. Veronica is forced to face a confusing romantic situation. Anytime V talks about ponies is fun. And I like the reference to her dance team years. Things I didn't like. The mystery. It's kind of pointless when you consider that if anyone had looked in the bag to begin with, the whole thing would have been solved immediately. Yes, I know there are reasons why they didn't. Desmond is drunk and high and just doesn't care. Veronica's feeling so awkward being around Piz, she isn't her usual tenacious self. But Piz, well, he has no excuse. Fun fact, 
that had been trying to work in a role for Paul Rudd all series. Ooh, that is interesting. Originally, Rob wanted him to be Vinny. Oh, which would have been horrible because then Vinny would have been a one-off character and we wouldn't have Ken Marino, who originally auditioned for the head cult guy. Okay, that... I, I'm sort of mind-boggled about the idea of that different casting. Um, that that could be that could have been really fun, but I'm yeah I'm glad that we have Vinny as yeah, a character. I think that it would have added something different if he was Vinny. I mean, he would have been sleazing a different way, more like Anchorman. Okay, I've never seen that movie, so I'll just take your oh word. Oh my gosh, it. neither have I. <sighs> it's pretty good. Well, that'll be on investigating. Shite New we movies. haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Investigating tangents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beth says, I continue to be surprised by the Logan Mac kind of friendship. Speaking of Logan, I wonder how outdated his internet hours quote is now. Lori says, I agree with Harold and Marie that the A-plot mystery was somewhat blah and would like a more interesting mystery, though Paul Rudd was really funny. I really do not like the thought of Piz and V together. Very boring. I did like Mac helping Logan with the internet project, but also not sure what I think of Max. I have a hard time with how he's making his livelihood helping students cheat. Having gone to a school with a single sanction, any cheating equals expulsion, is not very comprehensible. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for your feedback. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. It is time for ratings. <laughs> Who wants to you, <laughs> I know. Seriously. Can we just have you on loop doing that? <laughs> I, I'm totally going to make that a ringtone. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go first. I am giving one point for Leo. I am giving one point for Vinny. And I am giving five points for, for Paul Rudd. So I am rating this overall seven lunchtime metaphors. All right. Um, I'll go next, y'all. I'm going to make this short and sweet. Seven out of ten asterpieces. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I feel your pain there. Um, I am going to give this... Um, uh, I'm going to give this 6.5 out of 10 Chinese characters. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Um, I, all, things, all, all, all the things that I didn't like about this episode really paled in comparison to the things that I really did like about this episode. Um, I'm going to go with um, 7.5 out of 10... Pretty ponies. <laughs> oh, my, my backup. Yeah. I forgot about that. How could I? I don't know. It's not like they didn't drill it into our brains. <laughs> and Jen? Uh, well, I think in terms of season three episodes, it's definitely what I remembered, and there's a lot of stuff I like in it, so I'll give it eight blue robes out of ten. Blue eight. robes instead of white clothes. I'm sorry, eight what? I didn't hear what it was. Oh, blue bathroom, hotel bathrooms instead of white. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't hear yet. Wait, tell us. Because I really think that's something Veronica should have checked into first. Yeah, I, I agree. You, you would yeah. think, considering she she practically lived there, you'd think that she would know what the robes looked like. Well, she did. Well, well she, she did, but never know, asked about but, it. Yeah, nope. you would think that she would have been like, can I see the robe? But anyway. Okay, so... Semi-tangent. Um, I I I took the the risk and Googled My Pretty Pony, oh, no. and it is a, um, an alternate name for the My Little Pony, but it's also a Stephen King short story. Interesting. So yeah, and it's about like this grandfather talking to his son about time and death and. Well, that makes no sense whatsoever, but okay. <laughs> Time is a pretty pony with a wicked heart. So I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I don't know why that was so funny when it was. <laughs> All right. Can we have our contact information? Yes, you can reach us at quadruplez.com. Email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail like Heidi did in MP3 format to that email address. You can tweet at us at, at investigatemars. 
Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash investigating Mars. Our spoiler group for another three episodes in a movie is groups slash spoilers of Mars. And we'd love it if you left us an iTunes review. And thank yeah. you to everybody who has. We yes, yes, yes. We and really thank do. you so much, Jen, for being with us tonight. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to have you. All right, y'all. So predictions. Next episode is called I Know What You'll Do Next Summer. What's it about? Go to summer school. (laughs) Piz hit someone with a car. (laughs) Everybody signs up for summer jobs. Yeah, I'm going for failure of some class or, or one another. Oh, maybe we'll get to see um, Veronica's internship with the FBI over the summer. That would be cool. That would be fun. That's actually... Is she going to have an internship with the the FBI over the summer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she totally is. I mean, that was a prediction of mine, but I guess... Well, she's applied. She's applied, and they got the glowing recommendation and everything. We just, with the dean, or the teacher and his issues, I didn't know if, what was going on with that. But I guess it makes sense. (laughs) His I guess it issues. Sense. You mean the fact that he murdered someone? <laughs> you know, issues. <laughs> it was an accident, though. but still manslaughter. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that application get kind of messed up? But I guess, you well, know it's what? Not like, like he used it while he was murdering someone. <laughs> well, you never know. But anyway, it makes sense that she would she would get into that because why would bring it up at all? So okay, I like that. Well. All, thank you all so much for listening and have a good night. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.